Welcome to the Practical Growth Podcast. I'm your host, E.B. Johnson, top writer on Medium.com, published author, and master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. You've landed on the podcast that takes you on a journey into the heart of relationships and self-discovery. This is a must listen for those who are ready to overcome their toxic relationships and their toxic patterns. You can expect real talk, practical guidance, and raw and relatable guests that you'll be talking about for weeks. Let's get into it. Welcome back, back, back again. It is me, your favorite TikTok sensation and NLP MP. Today's episode is fantastic and it is highly requested. This is one of the most requested episodes, one of the biggest questions that I always get on my TikTok, on my Medium posts, on my Instagram posts, you name it. This is one of the questions that seems to be eating you alive. So we're going to do it this episode. We are going to talk about sibling relationships and how they are affected by our narcissistic parents and the narcissistic abuse that we suffer in childhood. Like what you hear in today's podcast or think that it reminds you of something that you might be going through in your own life. Don't forget that you can work one-on-one with me for eight weeks in my private coaching program. This was designed specifically for people who are recovering from narcissistic abuse, people coming back from toxic relationships, and people who are ready to break cycles and become fully and authentically themselves. Now, I do only take six clients at a time, so you will need to hurry to my website, therealebjohnson.com, and click Working With Me to apply. I don't take everyone into this private coaching program, okay? This is not a big money-making endeavor for me. This is a program that actually helps people get results. So if you want to be one of the lucky six that's a part of my next round of coaching later on this summer, then you need to apply now. Head over to therealebjohnson.com again and hit working with me to apply. Right into it. Let's go. Sibling relationships in narcissistic families or the, the dynamics of sibling relationships when you are raised by at least one narcissistic parent. It is a toxic dance. And so many of you, especially on my TikTok channel, have told some harrowing stories about your relationships with your siblings. If you've been on TikTok Live, then I've talked a lot about, you know, my sibling relationships as well. And you know how toxically dynamic those relationships have been for me. It's totally common for siblings to either be very, very distant with each other or to even hate one another when it comes to being raised in the narcissistic family. That's what happens. That's what we are set up for. We are not set up to be close, to be loving, to be supportive of one another because that threatens the power structures that our narcissistic parents inherently build around us. So on today's episode, I really want to help to describe what happens. But more than that, I want to try to address some core questions. And these are those core questions. Why do we have so much conflict with our siblings when we're raised by narcissists? Why are we not close to one another? And why do our siblings sometimes turn out to be just as or even more abusive than the toxic narcissistic parent who raised us? If we get to the bottom of these questions and and accept these kind of brutal truths that are coming along with that, then that puts us in a much more stable, powerful, and effective place to really stop and consider what's going on in our own lives and how we want to heal and approach it. 
to really understand these warped relationships that happen between siblings, you really have to go back and understand the narcissistic parent and these families that they build. Narcissistic parents, it's it's not the same as saying it's a person with MPD, right? Because narcissist, narcissism, narcissistic traits, all of that is a sliding scale. And with a narcissistic parent, the same thing applies. They can certainly have NPD, but more than anything else, what a narcissistic parent is, is a person who puts that image of parenthood, this delusion of who they are as a parent or what they desire to feel and look like as a parent, they put that over the actual needs and reality of their children. That means that the narcissistic parent doesn't see their children as people. They don't bring them into this world to try and foster unique, incredible, vibrant life. Their children are brought into this world to reaffirm beliefs about themselves or to project images and certain kind of societal roles that they want to project in order to receive whatever kind of validation they are looking for from the outside world. That means to the narcissistic parent, their child is an accessory, okay? It is a thing that they basically, in their minds, purchase, right? Because they do a lot of hard work, especially if it's a female narcissist. They do all this hard physical toil to bring that child into the world, which in their mind is much like a purchase. I purchased you. Now you provide me with these things, whether that's love as a mother or as a person, or it's, you know, becoming successful and affirming this image that I am the best mom for whatever reason they want to project that. To the narcissistic parent, their children are accessories. That means their children exist to make them look good. And yes, that is done in different ways. In my family, the way my mom did that was she wanted all of her children to be really high achievers. And she was obsessed with this idea that we needed to be doctors. And if not doctors, then we needed to be lawyers. And if not lawyers, then we needed to be something else that was really big and prestigious. She wanted prestigious children. Now, how do you think she fostered that? Well, because she was a covert narcissist, she definitely didn't do it by lovingly encouraging us, supporting us, and kind of getting in the trenches with us as children. No, no, no. She pitted us against one another and made us compete against one another by casting us into roles. And that is what you very often see done by the narcissistic parent when they have more than one child. They start casting those children into roles. And the children see and understand this, even on a subconscious level. And that forces them to have really warped relationships with one another. For instance, you've probably heard of the golden child, of the scapegoat, or the black sheep, of the forgotten child. These are all different roles that a narcissistic parent would cast their child into. And you saw these in my house. More often than not, though everyone would deny this, I was the scapegoat, especially if I was in the room. My behavior was always what had caused an issue or a grade that I had gotten or not gotten or an accolade that I had gotten or not gotten or, you know, not going for whatever degree they expected me to go for. All of these things were somehow to blame for the really bad behaviors and decisions that my mother chose to make as an adult, because this started with me from the time I was eight. You know, my brother and my mother would love to blame me. You know, if I got overwhelmed, overstimulated and fell apart as an eight to 10 year old, I would then get harassed by both my mother and my brother who would call me too emotional. And then they would say, because I was too emotional, I had ruined their day or I had ruined their plans or that they couldn't have some kind of job that they wanted because I was too emotional. It, it, it made no sense. Made no sense. They scapegoated me for a lot of their bad behaviors and failures. And when it came to my brothers, the roles kind of flipped around a lot. 
primarily my brothers were presented to me as though they were both the golden children in many ways. Sometimes the middle brother would get scapegoated a little bit, but primarily the brothers got to operate as though they were the golden children. Nothing they did ever got them the level of admonishment and humiliation that I was subjected to ever. Not even when one of my brothers went crazy, took a bat to his wife's car, you know, threatened to put my mother and I in homeless shelters, like all kinds of really, really crazy stuff. He was never told you've ruined our lives. You're a bad person. I I just can't even love you anymore. I don't want you to be a part of the family. They were never told those things. But I was told those things anytime I did something they just didn't agree with, like moving abroad. Siblings get cast in different roles by narcissistic parents, and casting your children in those roles creates extraneous conflict, it creates competition, and it creates resentment that those children will battle until the day they die, in many cases. I mean, you can just go to TikTok and look at any of my videos on sibling abuse and just read the comments. That animosity between siblings exists forever when it is set up by the narcissistic parent. Working from this understanding then of what a narcissistic parent is and how they can kind of pit some of these siblings against one another, let's try to answer some of those core questions, right, that I listed at the top of the show. Um, Number one, why do siblings raised by narcissists fight so much? Quite frankly, that's the way it's designed to be. A narcissist cannot afford for siblings to be too close to one another. So when a narcissist has multiple children, they're going to set up resentment. They're going to set up competition. Now, if they can't do that overtly by forcing the children to compete with one another, what you'll find a lot in these narcissistic family structures is pseudo-mutuality, this kind of toxic enmeshment in which No one is allowed to have a personal identity. Private thoughts are not allowed. You get punished if you kind of break whatever the norm is that is set for for the children by the narcissistic parent. It's this incredibly, incredibly poisonous substructure in which everyone automatically has to distrust one another because you're being thought policed, you're being body policed. You have to completely and entirely conform to whatever world the narcissist is set up. And stepping outside of that for even a second, you get exposed by your siblings, you get punished. Some of them can learn to take pleasure in that. They can learn to find power in that. And you find that that makes a breeding ground for conflict between those siblings because they can't trust one another and they definitely resent one another. And conflict is the natural dynamic that you see with the narcissist in the narcissistic family. So conflict becomes the norm between the siblings as well. Then let's look at our second question. Why aren't these siblings close? Surely when they grow up, they can see that their parents set them up and failed them in all these ways that made them hate each other. Surely they can see that and become close in adulthood, right? Sure. Again, if you head over to TikTok and you look at some of my narcissistic family and the sibling posts, you will see siblings who were able to overcome that hurdle and become close to one another, see through the bullshit and really embrace one another and the authentic people that they are as adults. But that's not the majority of people. That is not the majority of people. When you've been that damaged in your childhood, when you've had someone that you trust set you up against one another, and even worse, if one of your other siblings also becomes an abuser that causes a lot of trauma in your life, even if you can see through the crap, 
it is so hard to cross that bridge and, you know, be vulnerable, potentially expose yourself to more pain as an adult. It's far, far harder to do when you've got all these extra walls up than when you're a child. Again, you can take my own experiences if you want to use that as an example. Would I love to have a very close relationship to my siblings? Absolutely, I would. That would be really amazing to be able to brag about how close I am to my brothers. Um, however, um, I'm just not there. I A big part of me is very scared. It's hard to open up. It's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to expose myself when I think that maybe, you know, someone who needs to be accountable for some things is not willing to do that. It's a very scary thing to do as an adult. So my walls are up. I keep my distance. I keep myself to myself no matter how painful that that is. I struggle to have that close relationship. And my story is so common. It's so common. Once you've been hurt, not just by your parents, but by your siblings, it's a unique pain. And it's one that, you know, a lot of people don't overcome. Now, that third question that I named up top is probably one of the biggest and one of the most important ones that we need to consider. And that is, what about when the siblings take on the traits of the narcissistic abuser? And unfortunately, that's a really big concern, right? It's it's not uh, fairy tale thinking to imagine that someone who is raised by a very toxic person could take on those very toxic traits for themselves. And you see this a lot with the child who is most often the sibling who is most often allowed to take on the role of the golden child. They get away with a lot. And not only are they allowed to get away with a lot more than other siblings, but they see their parent who they have a completely different view of, right? They have a far more positive view many of them, of that narcissistic abuser than the other siblings are, especially anyone who is like the black sheep or the forgotten child or the scapegoat. That golden child has a completely different view of the parent. So they might come to idolize that parent. They may want to act like that parent. And you will see this. You can see siblings take on the traits of that abuser and subjecting their other siblings to that level of of abuse. And sometimes it's even worse. Sibling abuse is a very real thing, and it can even be used in the narcissistic family as a tool, as a weapon to keep that off-balance, one-sided control and those really poisonous backstabbing dynamics, which again, allow the narcissistic parent and the enabler to stay on top of the pyramid. That's why all of this, all of this resentment, all of these dynamics, they all come together to create these horribly distant, distrustful, resentful relationships between siblings. Does this sound like something you've experienced? Healing these wounds is no small feat. And as I mentioned, not everyone is able to do it. As with all narcissistic abuse, healing these wounds that we share with our siblings involves first going inside, healing the wounds within self when it comes to our concept of who we are, the confidence in who we are, and the life that we want to have for ourselves. And when it comes to our siblings, it also involves a desperate need for them to also, the same as you, have accountability and a willingness to put things right to come to the table as equals. And, you know, some of us win that and some of us don't. What do you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. I'd love to know what you think. I would love to hear your stories about your siblings 
um, being raised together with a narcissist, how things turned out, how they've worked, how they haven't worked. You can always reach me across social media. I'm doing currently doing some really great series on TikTok uh, where I do my live weekly coaching Q&As. Uh, and we are exploring these relationships in depth, what it's like to forge ahead in these relationships or non-relationships with our siblings, what it means to go no contact, uh, and what it means to realize that we were raised by toxic and narcissistic people. As always, I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for listening, for reading, for watching, for, you know, getting on these lives, for joining my recovery lab. You are all really making all the difference in my life, and it helps me to think that I am helping you to make a difference in yours as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you loved this episode, why not leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? If you do leave a quick little review, take a screenshot and email it to me. I will send you a free ebook. That's right. I'm giving everyone who leaves a five-star review a free copy of my Narcissistic Family ebook. So if you loved the episode, don't forget, go and leave a five-star review. And to everyone else, I will see you on medium.com and over on TikTok. Thanks again and keep moving forward and keep your heads up. Bye-bye.